The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. With John Leonetti. That broadcast school has really paid off. Deacon Mark Campbell. Mark Amadeo. And Deacon Tony Valdez. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome into One and All. Thanks so much for joining me today at the Catholic Morning Show. It is January 8th. It's a Monday, 7 o'clock. Thanks for being with me today, friends. John Leonetti uh, here for the show. Coming up, uh, it's going to be a good one today. 7.15, Suzanne Sammons is going to be on. She's the author of The Jesse Tree, an Advent devotion. And she's got a new book out uh, called The Stations of the Cross in Slow Motion. And this is going to be actually... uh, uh, released, I think, in a, in a number of weeks, a few weeks. But uh, we got her on here to, to talk all about it, the Stations of the Cross. And she really goes into it. I, the thing I like about this uh, book a lot is it's just very practical, very down to earth. Um, she talks about ways in which you can, you know, of course, enrich your spiritual life all throughout it, uh, you know, including uh, tips in this book to overcome temptation. We're going to talk to her about that as well. Uh, fruits of the vineyard that we're called to gather, uh, interior responses um, to uh, to the Lord's call for each of us. Well, there's just a bunch of it uh, here for um, the Stations of the Cross in slow motion. Suzanne Sammons at about 7.15 today. Joel Stopulus, host of uh, Man Up here on Iowa Catholic Radio, is going to preview his show. Kirby Power and a guest at uh, 7.45 today. She is the female coordinator for Oot Feedem. We have our Oot Feedem segment right here in January. We'll talk to Kirby. Uh, in fact, they're just coming back from, I believe, the SEEK conference. So I'm, I'm eager to talk to her about that. I, I, thousands. I think they had 20,000 people this year. That's the Focus uh, Conference, Fellowship of Catholic University Students, uh, where they get people from all around the world that come to this, and uh, Kirby was there. So we'll talk to uh, Kirby and her special guests at about 745 today. All right, Deacon Tony, let's offer our day to our Lord here on this Monday. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. St. Joseph, her most chaste spouse, protect us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Matt Wilkham now in for Deacon Mark Campbell. Thank you, John. News brought to you this morning by Mercy College of Health Sciences, offering a variety of accredited health care programs to choose from, mchs.edu. Good morning. I'm Matt Wilkham sitting in for Deacon Mark Campbell. The funeral for the 11-year-old student killed in a school shooting in Perry will be held one week after the tragedy. Amir Jolif, a sixth-grade student at Perry Middle School, was killed when 17-year-old Dylan Butler opened fire in the cafeteria shared by Perry's middle and high schools. Seven others, including the high school's principal, were injured. A visitation will take place on Wednesday, January 10th from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. at the Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Perry Chapel. Amir's family will be present from 4 to 7 p.m. A funeral will follow at 10.30 a.m. Thursday at St. Patrick Catholic Church, 1312 3rd Street in Perry. Iowa may finally be getting some snow and portions of the state might see as much as a foot of fresh snow. A winter storm watch has been issued for Monday morning through Tuesday afternoon. It covers most of the state, including along the western border, south of U.S. Highway 20, and a section up the eastern border. Winds will also pick up as the storm moves through, creating a chance for blowing and drifting snow and hazardous conditions. Des Moines is likely to see 5 to 11 inches of snow, with the highest probability of 6 inches or more coming to the south and east of the capital city. My flight going out today? Well, 
We'll, we'll see. 11.30. No, no guarantees. 11.30. <laughs> Pope Francis said Sunday that if you do not know the date of your baptism, you need to look it up so that you can celebrate the anniversary of becoming a child of God and heir to the kingdom of heaven. Speaking from the window of the Vatican's apostolic palace, the Pope said that the anniversary of one's baptism should be celebrated each year like a birthday. The Pope spoke on the Feast of the Baptism of the Lord, which commemorates Jesus' baptism in the Jordan River by by St. John the Baptist. Earlier in the day, the Holy Father baptized 16 babies in the Sistine Chapel, where he said that baptism is, quote, the most beautiful gift that parents can give to their children. The Catechism of the Catholic Church describes baptism as the basis of the whole Christian life, the gateway to life in the Spirit, and the door which gives access to the other sacraments. And now for your scoreboard update with Mark Amadeo. Today's scoreboard update on your Monday morning. Friday night, high school girls and boys basketball heard on most of these Iowa Catholic radio network stations. And the Dowling girls and boys come away with a doubleheader sweep at the Dowling gym. In the girls game, it was a top 12 matchup. Number three, Dowling Catholic defeating number 12, Waukee Northwest, 43-33. The Bruins were led by Ava Zedeker's 15 points, Katie Muller with 14 points. In the boys' contest, Dowling Catholic defeated Waukee Northwest 56-51 Friday night at the Dowling Gym. The Maroons with four players in double figures, led by Joe Broderick, Riddick Metten, and Ryan Kleppe, all three with 14 points each. Joe Coppola with 10 points. On Saturday, the Dowling girls traveled to the western suburbs of Chicago to take on Barrington, Illinois, in the Grow the Game Showcase. Dowling girls come out a winner, 72-40 in Chicago. The third-ranked Maroons are now 9-3 headed into tomorrow night's game against Ankeny Centennial. And the 10th-ranked Iowa City West Trojans defeated Dowling Catholic Boys on Saturday, 55-53 at Iowa City West High School. The Maroons were led by senior Joey Coppola with 18 points. Ryan Kleppe chipped in 13 and Riddick met in 11. Dowling Boys now with a record of 5-5 five five going into tomorrow night's game at Ankeny Centennial. Yesterday, men's college basketball in the Missouri Valley Conference. It was the Bell Bruins defeating the Drake Bulldogs 87-65 in Nashville, Tennessee, handing Drake its first loss in conference play. And tomorrow night we'll have high school girls and boys basketball heard on most of these Iowa Catholic radio network stations, weather permitting. It'll be Dowling Catholic at Ankeny Centennial. Our pregame gets underway at 6 o'clock. The girls game tips off at 6.15. The boys to follow at 7.45 from the Centennial Gym in Ankeny. Join Scott Babinette, Jimmy Catavo, and me tomorrow night for girls and boys basketball in the Central Iowa Metro League here on most of these Iowa Catholic Radio Network stations. And with your Monday morning scoreboard update on the Catholic Morning Show, I'm Mark Amadeo. Thank you, Mark. And finally, today's fun fact, it takes about one hour for a snowflake to reach the ground. Well, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. I guess I never really even thought about that. One hour from when it forms. Yeah. Hmm. Are you a, a fan of the snow? Or you, I like the snow. Your kids like the snow? Well, yeah, the kids love the snow. I am i don't like it when I got to travel out, but I, I do like snow just in general. I think it's uh, it adds to the, the cozy kind of, you know, feel of January. Absolutely. Yeah. Put on the fireplace when it's snowing and all that. I don't like shoveling the snow. That's uh, for another day, though. You, like, have a, you have a snow thrower? Like Wednesday. Snow blower? <laughs> snow thrower? I've never heard of I've that. I've heard before. that. I don't, have you? I don't know why I said snow thrower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I do have a snow blower. I got to relearn how to use it every year, though. It's I, I don't know. I forget. 
it's weird. So I got to do my little YouTube thing. I got to put it in, and then they, they, they teach me all that I need to do for it. So well, I just got it a couple years ago, and I think I've used it three times. Yeah. Well, yeah. well hopefully people remember how to use their snow blower yes. and remember how to drive I will in need this to, storm that's I will coming our way. That out. Yeah, it's going to be a big one, folks, so make yeah. sure to... To be careful when you're out there. Yeah. For, uh, speaking of the weather, today's snow mainly after 2 p.m., a high near 34, breezy. Uh, tonight, snow could be heavy at times, the low around 29, and then more snow on Tuesday. Patchy blowing snow after 7 a.m. on Tuesday, windy with a high near 31. Checking temperatures around the Iowa Catholic Radio Network right now, 27 degrees in Des Moines, 25 in Ames, Creston checking in at 28. Sharon, 29 degrees. Fairfield, 28, as well as Oskaloosa. Marshalltown, 25 degrees this morning. And Winterset, 28 degrees. And that is your forecast on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. All right, I'm going to put you on the spot. Do you know the date of your baptism? December 2nd. Wow. 1979. Nice work. I just told you how old I was. Well, that's all right. <laughs> December 2nd. See, I don't know the date of my baptism. Ooh. Yeah. Well. No idea. I try to celebrate it as best I can, but uh, oftentimes it just kind of gets lost in the shuffle. But I do. Re- I always mentally remember it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's December 2nd. It's my baptism day. We've got great godparents for our kids, and they, they uh, always send a gift for their baptismal day. And, and you know, maybe a text or something like that that we can read to them or, or a card or something like that. But I've always thought that was cool, but never grew up really, you know, thinking about it much. So I really like what the Holy Father is talking about here when he said on Sunday, as you reported, uh, and I was going to talk about this for a second, that if you don't know the date of it, your baptism, you got to look it up. And he says you got to celebrate it like an anniversary or you would a birthday, you know. And look, this is um, this it's the most important day of your life, right? Probably the second most important day of your life. Uh, you're born. That's a pretty important day. And then you're baptized into the spirit of God. And I, I really enjoy how the Holy Father really kind of paints this as, as a, a spiritual gift, right? The, the greatest gift that you can give to your kids, because I think, you know, there, there's a lot there's a lot of kids today going unbaptized by their by their families. Yeah, it, it, it's really is is the, the greatest gift that anyone can receive the gift of faith. And we we see in the New Testament that entire households were being baptized. Well, that would have included infants. Like I was baptized as an infant. I didn't, I wasn't able to give my consent necessarily, but there are other people within the household of God that can speak for us. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, we we gave our kids, I gave Anthony a a bath last night, right? Well, uh, he didn't necessarily like getting a bath, (laughs) but he didn't get a choice. That's right. You know, they got to brush their teeth. You know, they may not always like it, but that's what they got to do. They got to eat their vegetables, right? Why? Well, we're, we're, we're their parents and we love them and we want what's best for them, even if they don't know. And it's our responsibility to be able to do that, to be able to to give them what's best. And there's there's really nothing better than giving them God, <laughs> right? And, and, and this is exactly what the Holy Father says. He says at baptism, it's God who comes into us, purifies and heals us. He says he makes us forever his children, his people and family, heirs to paradise. He says, let us ask ourselves, am I aware of the immense gift that I carry within me through baptism? And that's a good question. I think we should uh, we should ask ourselves this morning. Are we aware of that immense gift? So you got your homework, folks. The homework from uh, from the Holy Father is to know the date of your baptism. So try to figure that out. Call someone today. 
Uh, try to figure out what that date is, and then maybe just a, a small little celebration that you can have um, throughout the year for your families as well. Get 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 all the family baptism uh, dates out. Put it on a calendar and uh, and celebrate. That reminds me, I got to dig out each one of our baptismal candles as well. Yeah, I don't know if I remember where exactly they are. We we lit a candle last night for the Epiphany blessing. We did the household blessing yeah. with the chalk on yeah, the door and all that. Done that yet. But uh, yeah. That's a good one. My kids were asking me about that. When are we going to do that? I forgot. So we'll have to figure that out. All right. Uh, let's go. When we go to come back from the break, Suzanne Sammons is going to be on. Uh, she's got a new book out called The Stations of the Cross in Slow Motion. This is actually going to be coming out here in a few weeks, uh, but we'll talk to her all about it. Suzanne Sammons when we come back. John Lenetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. You're listening to The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Next Generation Realty, a Catholic and family-owned flat-fee brokerage serving Central Iowa since 1994. Next Generation Realty can handle every step of the process of buying or selling a home. Learn more at nextgenerationrealty.com. Support for programming comes from Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical, offering repairs, installations, and maintenance for the whole house, including heating and cooling systems and all things plumbing and electrical. Learn more at goldenrulephc.com. Confluence Brewing Company, a former home brewer's dream, is now a hub where great things come together. Situated south of Gray's Lake and easily accessible via the bike trail in Des Moines. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for programming provided by Trappist Caskets, a work of the monks of New Mallory Abbey in Piasta, Iowa. Embracing an honest approach to death can more readily affirm the real meaning of life. Trappist Caskets and urns are made in the prayerful environment of the monastery using Iowa-grown wood from the Abbey's sustainable forest. Each casket and urn is blessed by a monk. Quietly laboring with their hands for 175 years, the monks offer workmanship at the pinnacle of woodworkers' craft. Available for immediate delivery or as a part of a pre-planning program. Learn more at trappistcaskets.com. Support for programming comes from Vitae Family Care, welcoming new patients to their expanded clinic. Doctors Gregory McKernan and Ben Schwab provide personalized health care for the whole family, respecting the dignity of the whole person through every stage of life. Learn more at vitaefamilycare.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Bozen the Florist. Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, weddings, whatever the message, say more with Bozen. Bozen.com, 515-244-ROSE. Bozen makes the moment mean more. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and urgent eye issues. 515-440-4610. AshworthVision.com. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks for tuning in, friends. John Linetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. It's January 8th. It's a Monday. Coming up on the show, second half hour, we're going to feature Utfidum. Kirby Power, the uh, female coordinator for Utfidum, is going to be in. They're just coming off of the SEEK conference, and that is the uh, FOCUS conference, the Fellowship of Catholic University students all over the world. They they uh, go to this. It's just an incredible conference, and we're going to talk. To, I'm really looking forward to, to talking to them about it because uh, I've never been to one, but I've always wanted to. Always wanted to, but I've never been yet, so we'll uh, we'll hopefully make that happen. All right, let's go to our next guest, author of the book, The Stations of the Cross in Slow Motion. Suzanne Sammons joins me. Hi, Suzanne. Good morning. How are you, John? I'm doing fine. I like I like the title of this. 
I'm kind of a title of a book guy, The Stations of the Cross in Slow Motion. I know it's going to be coming out in a few weeks here. Uh, Have you had a devotion to The Stations of the Cross for a lot of your life, or is this uh, just something you kind of dabbled into? Yes, I sure have. This is a great memory from my childhood, actually. My, My parish offered Stations of the Cross throughout Lent twice a day. Hmm. And sometimes I would go twice a day because we would go right after school. And then my father had a devotion to the stations and he would take me in the evening. So it was something I definitely, um, I definitely really imbibed as a young child. Um, And then just kept that devotion up as something really um, special to me, not just during Lent, but all year. Yes. We get a lot of people that, that listen to the show that are not Catholic, so some might be wondering, what are the Stations of the Cross? Oh, thank you. Great question. Yes, so um, it's really it's one of the oldest devotions of our Christian faith. Um, it was very naturally springing up after Christ's death because people wanted to uh, walk in his footsteps mm. in Jerusalem. So um, those places where where Christ had walked on the way to Calvary, um, they were they were preserved in terms of this is where this happened. This is this is where he was condemned. This is how he walked, uh, the way he walked to Calvary. So um, people naturally wanted to see those places, and so um, pilgrims would journey to Jerusalem to walk in his steps. And then, as it became more difficult to have a pilgrimage to Jerusalem as the faith spread, and Jerusalem was now a further and further away place for for Catholics and Christians. Um, the, the devotion sprang up in Europe, and so you would have a Via Dolorosa to walk in other places, and then um, eventually things were added, like particular prayers and particular gestures, like a genuflection. Mm. Um, and then images were added so that you could picture Christ on the way. You actually have illustrations in the book, too, of them, right? That's right, yes. So many people have favorite images. Many churches have beautiful images of the Stations of the Cross. I think the imagery is very important for us to really meditate on on Christ's way. And what I like about this book is it, it it's very down-to-earth. It's very practical um, in, in the sense of these meditations that you've put together on the Stations of the Cross. I mean, uh, you're just really trying to help people understand the, kind of the, the full gamut of the Christian life. Yes, thank you. I think that what I was hoping to do, I love the station so much as a devotion, but maybe many of us have experienced that um, each station goes by so quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, is we're, it's a beautiful thing to do with our fellow believers in a church, have that procession, or sometimes outdoors. But really, it, it only takes a few minutes to pray through each station. And so my idea with this book was to slow it down. So that's where the title came from. And we tried to dig into each station. And um, when we look at each station, we can kind of we can kind of um, see that there's a theme we could explore with each one. So um, Simon carries helps Christ carry the cross. How are we called to help Christ carry his cross? And so uh, in this book, we will just study each station for three or four days instead of a few minutes and dig into the Bible. What did Christ say about 
suffering with him, about carrying his cross. What did St. Paul say? What does the Old Testament say about suffering? So it's really an opportunity to, to get deeper. Yeah, I, and that's what I really like about it. Because, again, as you said, it, it's one thing. You know, I know I, I'm guilty of it, right? You go to the Stations of the Cross, and you just kind of just reading through. And, and you know, you're right. praying, but it just goes by so quick. Uh, but here, as you kind of dive in, that this is meaningful. Every step, every station is is something that should have an impact on our life, because this is this is something that Jesus commands us actually to to do. If you want to come after me, he says, if you want to be my disciples, you must mm-hmm. deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow me. Right? I don't right. know of a better way or devotion that illustrates taking up our cross and following Jesus more than the stations of the cross. I agree. Absolutely. And I think another thing that happens at the Stations of the Cross is sometimes we sort of, um, one of the stations will jump out at us, and, and we really want to just stop and just think about that. Or maybe one line in the prayers. Um, I know that there's one line that jumped out to me years ago, and I've always kind of carried with me from St. Alphonsus. It says, nail my heart to the cross. Wow. And so you're, you're, you're in this this. 15-minute devotion, but you kind of want to just stick with that one thing. And so I'm hoping this book can help people do that at home. Like, just dig in and see what is Christ saying to you this Lent through this station. And you just have all the time in the world, hopefully, to to, um, dig into that. I was going to say, too, you know, a lot of times we just associate these stations of the cross with Lent, but this is something we can pray now all, all the time. Yes, I really love to pray the stations um, during a holy hour. Yeah, and there's just so, you can pray the stations before mass, and it's great in a lot of ways. It's great that it only takes what fifteen minutes yeah. or something like that. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Temptation. You write about in the book too. I, I wanted to get to this because I have a note to to, to make this because yeah. this is something everyone struggles with, right? But you say the stations of the cross can help you overcome temptation to sin. Exactly. So um, when we look at the stations, we see that Christ falls three times. And um, that that's telling us something, right? So with Christ's first fall, I, I um, have the theme of temptation for that those um, days that we explore that third station of the cross where Christ falls. And so... Um, we want to really think about that and how temptation comes into our lives. Mm-hmm. So um, we look at, in Genesis, the fall. We look at Christ as the new Adam that St. Paul um, taught. We look at Christ's own words. He taught us to pray the Our Father and to say, lead us not into temptation. What does that mean? So um, really thinking, because when we think about sin, we know that during Lent we want to root out sin. We need to back up to where does it begin, and it really does begin with temptation. Temptation itself is not a sin, but um, how do we avoid temptation? Mm -hmm. You know, God told Adam and Eve, don't even touch the fruit on the tree. And so in in the fruit on the tree that we, we need to not only not eat it, but don't even touch it. Don't even go near. So one of the ways they talk about in the book that's really the church has, has given us this gift is the daily examination of conscience. Mm. So if you can find a way to 
every single day examine your conscience, especially right before bed or in the evening when you pray with your kids. That daily look will show you what's that moment where if I go there, then I'm falling into sin. And that really will help you root that out. This is almost kind of like a little mini catechism on prayer. You know, I know it's focused on the stations of the cross, but you throw so much in. I mean, you talk about confession in there and and really, you know, sometimes we can just think confession is just like this ritual act, right? I just got to go do it. But it's a prayer. It's an encounter with the Lord Jesus. That's what that's the most uh, basic baseline of what prayer is, is the encounter with the Lord Jesus. And, you know, that's the the second most powerful way to encounter the Lord Jesus and his mercy is his confession. The first being Holy Eucharist. But, I mean, you draw you draw from the um, the saints, the the, uh, doctors of the church as well. And, and, you know, just even talking about little daily examines in there, you throw so many little nuggets in there to be able to help people in their prayer life. I, I want everyone to get this book. This is. This is really good. The Stations of the Cross in Slow Motion. Uh, and you say it, it's going to be out, what, January 16th, I have here. That's right, from Sophia Institute. Sophia so Institute. So you can go to sophiainstitute.com. You can also go to a Divine Treasures here. You can put in your request. They will order it for you uh, if you would like. The Stations of the Cross in Slow Motion, Suzanne Sammons. Thanks, Suzanne, for coming on. This is really good. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right, friends. If you haven't gotten into the Stations of the Cross, this would be a good place to start. So it's a very, as Suzanne said, it's a a very um, rich tradition in our our faith. Very rich tradition. All right, coming up, uh, Kirby Power, uh, female coordinator for Udfidum. For our Udfidum segment, they're coming off of the... uh, uh, the big Sikh conference, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to talking to her all about it. So uh, this was a, a conference drawing uh, young people from all around the, the, the world, really, um, when it comes to uh, focus, the Fellowship of Catholic University students and uh, some of the big names were there as well, giving some great talks. So we'll, uh, we'll talk all about it. I'm interested. I'll tell you that in the second half hour. Joe Stopulus as well going to uh, preview his uh, Man Up show. John Lee Nettie here on the Catholic Morning Show. Friends, don't go anywhere. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. This is what John the Baptist proclaimed. One mightier than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop and loosen the thongs of his sandals. I have baptized you with water. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. It happened in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized in the Jordan by John. On coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens being torn open and the Spirit like a dove descending upon him. And a voice came from the heavens, You are my beloved Son, with you I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Hi, this is Father Nick Smith, parochial vicar of Christ the King Parish in Des Moines. Today the church celebrates the feast of the baptism of the Lord. This feast officially closes the Christmas season proper before we enter back into ordinary time. The baptism of the Lord, in a sense, completes the revelation of Jesus' divinity with his birth at Christmas, the revelation to the Gentiles with the Epiphany, and now the baptism of the Lord, where the Father reveals the Son's divine identity, that he is his beloved Son. Now that Jesus has received this baptism, he's ready to go out into his public ministry. Like Jesus, our baptism gives us a great gift, but also a great missionary responsibility. We, too, are to go out into the world to proclaim the Lord by word and by deed. 
This is a great responsibility placed on us, and yet a great gift is contained therein, the gift of eternal life. May God bless you, and let us continue praying for each other. At Intervisions Healthcare, we see patients with unplanned pregnancies from ages 12 to 43. An unplanned pregnancy is traumatic at any age. For that reason, we specialize in educating, encouraging, and empowering vulnerable and at-risk mothers facing an unexpected pregnancy with the medical information and services necessary for them to make an informed decision. For more information on the free medical services at Intervisions Healthcare or to support our mission or become a volunteer, visit IVHcare.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory. Caldwell Parish offers services that are unique to the individual while following the Catholic funeral rites. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Deary of Ames, home of warranty forever, offering new, used, and commercial vehicles as well as service and Mopar parts. Deary of Ames is located just off of Highway 30 at the Dayton Avenue exit and online at DearyAmes.com. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks for tuning in, friends. John Leonetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. Appreciate you being a part of it today. Our Utfidum segment for the month of January coming up in about 745 today. Kirby Powers, a female Utfidum coordinator at Dowling Catholic High School. And uh, they're coming off of the uh, Seek Conference, which is just uh, an incredible conference every year. I think it starts like January 1st and then uh, goes to the 3rd, and it's just kind of back-to-back. Great speakers. It's for college students and focused missionaries. Anyone really interested in focus uh, in the work that it's continuing to uh, to do in souls, which is just awesome. So uh, we're going to talk about that SEEK conference. I want to hear all about it because it was um, – I, I saw some, like, short videos of it and some of the speakers and all that, and, man, I heard there were some really, really good talks. So – We'll have that for you coming up second half hour. Plus, Joe Stopulus is going to uh, going to preview his show. Deacon Tony, let's offer a day to our Lord here on this Monday with our morning offering. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. St. Joseph, her most chaste spouse, protect us. Amen. Amen. Matt, welcome now in for Deacon Mark. Thank you, John. News brought to you this morning by Mercy College of Health Sciences, offering a variety of accredited health care programs to choose from, mchs.edu. Good morning. I'm Matt Wilcom, sitting in for Deacon Mark Campbell. An Israeli airstrike killed an elite Hezbollah commander in southern Lebanon on Monday, the latest in an escalating exchange of strikes along the border that have raised fears of another Mideast war, even as the fighting in Gaza exacts a mounting toll on civilians. The strike on an SUV killed a commander in a secretive Hezbollah force that operates along the border. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken, who was back in the Mideast region this week, appears to be trying to head off a wider conflict. The funeral for the 11-year-old student killed in a school shooting in Perry will be held one week after the tragedy. Amir Jolif, a 6th grade student at Perry Middle School, was killed when 17-year-old Dylan Butler opened fire in the cafeteria shared by Perry's middle and high schools. Seven others, including the high school's principal, were injured. A visitation will take place on Wednesday, January 10th from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. at the Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Perry Chapel. Amir's family will be present from 4 to 7 
7 p.m. A funeral will follow at 10.30 a.m. Thursday at St. Patrick Catholic Church, 1312 3rd Street in Perry. Pope Francis called Monday for a universal ban on the despicable practice of surrogate motherhood as he included the commercialization of pregnancy in an annual speech listing threats to global peace and human human dignity. In a foreign policy address to ambassadors accredited to the Holy See, Francis lamented that 2024 had dawned at a time in history in which peace is, quote, increasingly threatened, weakened, and in some part, in some part lost. Francis said the life of the unborn child must be protected and not suppressed or turned into an object of trafficking. And now for your scoreboard update with Mark Amadeo. Today's scoreboard update on your Monday morning. Friday night, high school girls and boys basketball heard on most of these Iowa Catholic radio network stations. And the Dowling girls and boys come away with a doubleheader sweep at the Dowling gym. In the girls game, it was a top 12 matchup. Number three, Dowling Catholic defeating number 12, Waukee Northwest, 43-33. The Bruins were led by Ava Zedeker's 15 points, Katie Muller with 14 points. In the boys' contest, Dowling Catholic defeated Waukee Northwest 56-51 Friday night at the Dowling Gym. The Maroons with four players in double figures, led by Joe Broderick, Riddick Metten, and Ryan Kleppe, all three with 14 points each. Joe Coppola with 10 points. On Saturday, Dowling girls traveled to the western suburbs of Chicago to take on Barrington, Illinois, in the Grow the Game Showcase. Dowling girls come out a winner, 72-40 in Chicago. The third-ranked Maroons are now 9-3 headed in tomorrow night's game against Ankeny Centennial. And the 10th-ranked Iowa City West Trojans defeated Dowling Catholic Boys on Saturday, 55-53 at Iowa City West High School. The Maroons were led by senior Joey Coppola with 18 points. Ryan Kleppe chipped in 13 and Riddick met in 11. Dowling Boys now with a record of 5-5 five five going into tomorrow night's game at Ankeny Centennial. Yesterday, men's college basketball in the Missouri Valley Conference. It was the Bell Belmont Bruins defeating the Drake Bulldogs 87-65 in Nashville, Tennessee, handing Drake its first loss in conference play. And tomorrow night we'll have high school girls and boys basketball heard on most of these Iowa Catholic radio network stations, weather permitting. It'll be Dowling Catholic at Ankeny Centennial. Our pregame gets underway at 6 o'clock. The girls game tips off at 6.15. The boys to follow at 7.45 from the Centennial Gym in Ankeny. Join Scott Babinette, Jimmy Catavo, and me tomorrow night for girls and boys basketball in the Central Iowa Metro League here on most of these Iowa Catholic Radio Network stations. And with your Monday morning scoreboard update on the Catholic Morning Show, I'm Mark Amadeo. Thank you, Mark. And finally, the second Monday of January each year recognizes... National Clean Off Your Desk Day. Oh, man. That's right. This I feel like is... this is like a theme. I feel like there's like one of these every month. <laughs> National Clean Off Your Desk Day. Well, it's an opportunity to begin your new year yeah. with a clean and organized workspace, which improves productivity and inspires, too. It often gives us a sense of serenity. I don't have a desk. Uh, I have to say, I was going to compliment you on yeah. how nice <laughs> and clean and orderly this the desk. studio desk I walk yeah. in here. It's like this very... Or orderly. Well, I, I wish I had something to do with that, but uh, no, no, I, I don't have a desk. I don't, I don't have a desk anywhere. I don't think I'm trying to think. No, I don't. I don't have a desk. I just kind of work wherever I, wherever I sit. Well, my, my desk kind of, kind of acts as a, it's like a auxiliary studio yeah. in the space that we have here at a, at our studio location in West Des Moines. Is that where you cut all your stuff? 
Most of it. Yeah, I do there. And so I, I, I sometimes have other people come in and record spots or shows in yeah. my office. Yeah, we've done that. And it forces me to keep my desk somewhat clean. Clean. Yeah. Your desk is always pretty clean, though. Well, thank you. From what I see, anyway. My wow. office also doubles as a sacristy. And yeah. so that's another yeah, I reason. That. I don't want the priests. Right. You know, what do they think of me? They walk in and then they're all angry before mass. You don't want that. Either. I don't want that. And I don't want them to, when I go to confession, to give me a, you know, an onerous penance. There you go. It, it, What's the hardest penance you were ever given in confession? Oh, my goodness. I haven't ever received anything more than perhaps a, a, an entire rosary. I really? I think was, uh, was perhaps the, the heaviest that penance was I've ever received. Yeah. That was mine, yeah, yeah, a rosary. I've heard some. I've heard some heavy ones before, man. I've heard like three rosaries. I've heard, you know, a rosary every week. I, I've heard some. I've heard some big ones. No. I like I like a good hard penance. Have you ever asked for a harder penance? No. Yeah, I've done that. Really? Yeah, and then I I, I always feel like they're weaker. See, that's like asking God for more suffering. Yeah, well, I mean, that's yeah. there's merit in that. Yeah. But you just you kind of feel like I want to I want to go deeper. You know, I want I want more than just it's maybe like a suffering comes to you anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. Why ask for more? Yeah. This is I'm a glutton for punishment. I guess. Right. I don't know. Right. How about more snow? Yeah, let's hear it. Well, we haven't had much at all, so it's about time. Today, snow mainly after 2 p.m., breezy with a high near 34. Tonight, again, snow. Could be heavy at times, a low around 29. The National Weather Service right now, Brady was just telling me, they're now saying between 7 and 11 inches, at at least for the Des Moines metro. Wow. Yeah. Tuesday, patchy, blowing snow after 7 a.m., windy. With a high near 31. So you're going to be seeing some blowing snow. Be careful out on the roads. Right now in Des Moines, it's 27 degrees. Ames checking in at 25. Creston and Winterset at 28, as well as Fairfield and Oskaloosa all at 28 degrees. Sheraton, 29. Marshalltown, 25 degrees this morning. And that is your 24-hour forecast on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. So wheels up on the plane uh, to New York today is 1130, 11.36. So we're going to get to Chicago so I'm just going to miss it by a couple hours. And from what I'm seeing, I'm going to miss it in Chicago by a couple hours. And then I'm going to miss it. I'm going to get there right before the storm in New York. So I think I, I think I'm going to make it. So you're going to be on location the entire time or you have to go anywhere? I, I'll just be right in Brooklyn. Okay. Uh, for a couple nights and then and then fly back. I'm not worried about getting there. It's the flying back thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you hear about that? That plane's a door that ripped off? Yeah, I hope that... You don't oh. have the, your window uh, all of a Holy sudden. Holy cow. My window's gone. There was no one sitting. It wasn't the window. It was the whole exit door <laughs> flew off of the plane. I think I read they were, they were uh, uh, I don't know, I, I miss how, how far they were into the air, but they were like seven minutes into the flight or something. So you're pretty, you're pretty high up there seven minutes in. Well, some weird stuff happens in Oregon and apparently over Oregon as well. Oh my goodness. <laughs> First of all, where does the door land? That's what I want to Well, know. I think they were still searching Are for they it in the suburbs of Portland or something, right? I mean, that would be as dangerous as you can imagine. All yeah. of a sudden, a plane door just lands mm. in your front yard or on your house or something. Oh my goodness. I feel like if it if it really hurt someone or, or anything, we would have heard about it by yeah. now. You know. Sorry to drop in. Yeah, exactly, man. <laughs> All right, so you mentioned uh, the, the uh, blessing of the house. You did that at your house yesterday. Yes. Traditionally, the Feast of Epiphany, Catholics bless their homes by writing the letters C, M, and B, and the numbers of the year on either side. So it looks like 20 plus C plus M plus B plus 24. 
So the letters stand for the traditional names of the three Magi, and they also represent the Latin blessing uh, there, which means uh, may Christ bless this house. And so many Catholic parishes I know were giving prisoners a piece of chalk, a small bottle of holy water. Did, did you get one of those or did you kind of makeshift yourself? We had some left over from last year. Yeah. Uh, so we, we I, but we did the whole thing with the chalk and the holy water. Mm-hmm. We started outside. It says like for the, for the order of the blessing, at least my interpretation yeah. was that you start at the front of the house, which means like out front. So we <laughs> made the entire family get shoes on nice, and go out in the freezing cold <laughs> We have not done this yet. We did it last year. They, some of my my family wasn't too happy. They about, weren't too happy about you know, the start, But it was like, you know, a minute outside, and right. then you come in, and then you do the sprinkling of the holy water throughout the house, which is personally my favorite part, because right. as the leader, in in lieu of a priest, I'm the leader of the house, so I, I'm the one who's leading the the blessing and then yeah. sprinkling the holy water, and the kids love getting sprayed yeah. with the bottle. There you go. Yeah. Have, you, have you ever had Father P.J. McManus bless your home? He was the one who actually did it. He did? Us. Yeah. When? Yeah, it was like a couple years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I've had him bless uh, our home, uh, both homes that we've uh, been in. He goes to the, he go, I mean, there isn't a spot, I feel like, in the house that is not blessed. So you've got to, you've got to make sure everything's all tidy. Yeah. You well, know. I think he left blessed salt as well with us. As then well. he goes to the edge of the of, of your property and he blesses the yeah. edge of the pro all the way around. And, you know, it takes a good half hour. I mean, he he does not uh, pretty thorough. He doesn't mess around here. Neighbors were like looking out the window. What in the world is going on over there? But uh, <laughs> it was pretty cool. I've also found friends. You could you could type this in um, it, it, just to Google or something, or, or call your your parish. Uh, they'll have details. A very simple uh, to bless your home. Uh, but I've also found it's a really good conversation starter because people uh, people have asked throughout our last year, what, what is that? You know, what, why do you, why is there chalk on your door above your door? And I'm just kind of helping them understand what that is it's it's pretty cool and there's a double meaning too to the c plus m plus b yeah so the three kings gaspar melchior baltazar traditionally their names but also that was without notes friends the double meaning let's see if i can pull this off yeah christus mansionum benedicat that's it right here christ bless this house yep you got it man so as you say a great conversation starter brilliant man right here matt wilson i don't know about that let's go to your saint of the day This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Well, this saint essentially woke up from a worldly hangover and found a way to pursue a more meaningful life. Saint Angela of Foligno today did not reveal her saintly qualities early in life. Like many, she pursued a life of status and wealth, both as a young adult and as a wife and a mother. But around the age 40, Angela had what we might call a midlife crisis. She began to realize her life was mostly empty and sought a Franciscan priest to confess her sins. Guided by her confessor, Angela slowly began to detach herself from her material goods and to hand her life over to God. In the midst of this conversion, Angela's husband and children all died. Though sad and this freed Angela to join the secular Franciscans, she gave away most of her possessions. She was alternately absorbed by meditating on the crucified Christ and by serving the poor of Foligno as a nurse and beggar for their needs. At her confessor's advice, Angela wrote her book of visions and instructions. In it, she recalls some of the temptations she suffered after her conversion, 
She also expresses her thanks to God for the incarnation of Jesus. This book in her life earned for Angela the title Teacher of Theologians. We ask today, St. Angela of Foligno, to pray for us. Amen. Let's go to Joe Stopulus, host of Man Up. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Mr. John Leonetti. All right, my friend. What do we got going on your show today? We're back and saddle up still in the Heroic Fatherhood series, this time with what I would call reoccurring guests. Uh, we, you know, I probably had them on seven years ago, yeah. and I had them on again probably five months ago. But Bear Wozniak, Bear Wozniak, international speaker and author uh, and all things man's man. Oh, yeah. Um, anyone who's ever heard Bear knows that he does not hide his faith. He's uh he is just, he's an incredible guy. Well, anyway, he's going to be out today for the Heroic Father Series. Excited about this. Again, when you, when you see a guy like Bear, this is one of those ones when, you, when I kind of thought about the, the show. It's like, how does Bear become Bear? Like, what, what was his fatherhood like? What, what was his dad like? Because you got a guy who's doing, you know, tandem, you know, tandem surfing and biking across the world and doing yeah. all this other stuff. And so I tried to have on Bear today in the Heroic Fatherhood Series. He's a manly man. Oh gosh! When you talk about so, I'm there, I'll never forget it. Father Zach, when we, uh, the first time we had him on, and Father Zach was laughing a lot. He Google search what tandem skiing he's like or tandem surfing. He's like, so there you. He's like, I'm I'm looking at a picture of there surfing in the ocean with a woman, a full grown woman on one ha- on his hand yeah. while he surfs. I mean, he's like the guy's just hilarious. It's just crazy, crazy. Yeah, uh, that's coming up this morning, nine o'clock, friends. And uh, if you miss it, you can always go to iowacatholicradio.com. dot com. All of uh, Man Up, our podcasted there. God bless you, brother. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, John. See you. All right, Jill Stopulus, everyone. When we come back, Kirby Power. She's got uh, someone that went with her to the Seat Conference as well. Female Utfidum coordinator. When we come back, John Linetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. You're listening to the Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Here's your news from the Diocese of Des Moines this Monday, January 8th. I'm Anne-Marie Cox. Last Saturday, Father Lido Thomas celebrated the anniversary of his ordination to priesthood. Father Lido is the pastor of St. Patrick Parish in Paris. Thank you, Father, for answering your vocation call. Do you know a Catholic school teacher, administrator, or volunteer who shows a strong commitment to their faith, to excellence in and out of the classroom, and in the school community? Now is your chance. You can honor that favorite educator by nominating him or her to be honored at the Celebration for Catholic Schools in August. This is a big event. It unites the diocesan community in recognizing the life-changing impact our faith-centered education provides. Go to dmdiocese.org and scroll down to news to read more about this opportunity and to get a link to nominate someone you know for that special honor. Winners will be announced during Catholic Schools Week at the end of this month. That's your news from the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Anne-Marie Cox. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Next Generation Realty, a Catholic and family-owned flat-fee brokerage serving central Iowa since 1994. Next Generation Realty can handle every step of the process of buying or selling a home. Learn more at nextgenerationrealty.com. Support for programming comes from Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical, offering repairs, installations, and maintenance for the whole house, including heating and cooling systems and all things plumbing and electrical. Learn more at goldenrulephc.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Bozen the Florist. Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, weddings, whatever the message, say more with Bozen. Bozen.com, 515-244-ROSE. Bozen makes the moment mean more. 
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Laser Home Services. Catholic-owned and operated, Laser Home Services has been providing Central Iowa with electric, plumbing, heating, and cooling services since 2001. Learn more at laserhomeservices.com. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks for tuning in, friends. January 8th, John Linetti here in the Catholic Morning Show. Let's go to our next guests for our Oot Feedem segment. Kirby Power is here. Hello, Kirby. Hello. Welcome back. Thank Oot you. Feedem female coordinator and uh, your special guest, Shay Johnson, senior at Dowling Catholic. Hi, Shay. Hi. All right. You're both coming off of the SEAT conference. Yes. Did you, did you guys get any sleep at all? Um, more than I did when I was in college, really? for sure, yeah. yeah. But I mean, it for those that haven't never heard of it, what is it, Kirby? Uh, it is a huge Catholic conference put on by the Fellowship of Catholic University Students Focus. Uh, it's held, uh, it was held in St. Louis the past two years. Uh, it's just a huge gathering of college students, young adults, uh, to, I, I think, grow in the faith and then be sent out on mission to live the faith back at college campuses for us um, at Dowling, um, but there was 20,000 people there this year. I mean, year. I remember when they first started, it was like a couple thousand, mm-hmm. and now 20,000 people. Now, yes. They've kind of opened it up to high school students too, right? Because it used to mm-hmm. be just college. Yes. they High school, you can register as a high school student. So the last two years, I brought senior girls to okay. the conference. Only so. seniors can go? Um, yes, because I think that's, um, it really, I think prepares them for college and then they also see like, wow, all these college students are living their faith in college. Like I can do that too. Um, just a few months before they leave. All right, Shade, number one highlight. Um, only get one. (laughs) What is it? I would say the masses because it was just incredible to be able to celebrate with 20,000 other people. And the procession took over 10 minutes of priests, Priest, which was yeah. incredible. It's That's like awesome. hundreds of priests. And it was just, it was a beautiful sight. Yeah. I, I have not been to a seat conference yet. I'm kicking myself because, I mean, it's just from what I've seen in the videos and everything, they do it right too, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like super professional. Yes. Mm-hmm. The Definitely. lighting and everything there. All right. Best speaker. Who Ooh. was it? I would like Monsignor Shay. Shay. Oh, yes. I've heard I got to yes. listen to that. Yeah, it's really good. It was he. So the five days they they shared the gospel, yeah. um, basically, and so each day was a different one of the five points of the gospel. So we were made for a relationship, and then he talked about how sin broke the relationship with God, and um, yeah, it was incredible. And he, but he couldn't stop with the bad news, and he, um, yeah, just talked about how Jesus came to save us, and. Yeah. Um, that he brought comfort and joy. With a guy them, so. I follow, I really trust this guy too. He he said like it, it's the best talk he's ever. Yeah, heard. he got a standing ovation. Did he really? Yeah, it was incredible. So you liked it too? Yeah, that was my favorite. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who else? Who else was there? Father Mike Schmitz. Yeah, of, of course. course. Yes, of course. We actually Shay and I. Shay's playing softball in college next year, and so we went to a athlete talk. Um, cool. Father Chase. I can't remember his last. Oh, name. Hild- Hilda Hildebrand or something yeah. like that. Oh, soccer, yeah. soccer player. Mm-hmm. He was on the show. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Last he, year. He, that, w- that was really good. He just talked about identity and um, not placing your identity in the things that you do, but yeah. who God says you are. Wasn't yeah. he like professional soccer player or something at one point? Yeah, in like Argentina maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then he gave it all up and he became uh, he became a priest, priest yeah. mm-hmm. which is awesome. Super My goodness. cool story. So, so like nighttime and stuff like that, adoration, what, what, what goes on? Like just hanging out? Yeah, Shay? Yeah, um, well, they presented the Eucharist, and there was, I think, almost 24,000 people there that night, and it was just incredible. They took the, the Eucharist, and they walked it through the crowd, oh, and so awesome. Jesus was just, he was out there with us, and it was it was beautiful. That's a really powerful thing. I, I remember going to the, the Steubenvilles, mm-hmm. you know, the conferences there, and 
um, they were like kind of mini seat conferences mm-hmm. and uh, that procession that was like one of the most powerful times mm-hmm. definitely yeah. and they it, also they also had confession that night and just the hundreds of priests giving confession it yeah. was it was really cool I, I was gonna say you got to have hundreds of priests there for mm-hmm. twenty four thousand yeah. people. Were the lines yeah. long? Yeah. No, I mean for confession. So many priests. You just yeah, you just got right in there. Yeah. So you're playing softball. I am. Nice. Yes. What position? Emily. I'm an outfielder. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So are are you? Uh, what do they? What do they say? Like a slap hitter? I'm not a slap power hitter. No. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Power hitter, and uh, you get hit a lot of home runs. Um, I'm more of just a speed on the bases, like gap hitter. Okay. So you're fast. Mm -hmm. All right. That's pretty cool. Are you going to, how how do you plan on kind of bringing your faith to to college? Um, I think just keeping the idea that I can't really do any of this without the glory of God and that that's really the only person I'm performing for. That's going to really push me through to keep my eye on the, the right end goal, I guess. What's Utfidum done for your faith over these years? Um, it's really helped me to integrate my faith into my everyday life and just make it more casual and, you know, like walking the halls, being able to recall my faith and just spread it to others. It's going to be really helpful to take to college with me and just be able to continue spreading the faith to the people around me. I like that answer, uh, Shay. I like it because it's, it's, it's an answer that's real, right? You Mm -hmm. just, your faith is, it's there every day. It's an everyday part of your life. It's not something, you know, strange or something. I'll just kind of put up on the Jesus compartment and take it off when it's convenient. But it's, it's, it is every day. It's just kind of the way we live is, Mm -hmm. is following the Lord. It's tough in the world we live in, but, but that's, that's the grind, right? Of the Christian today. So what's next? For Utfidum, what are we doing Next, this year? Um, we have, I think we're at 53 groups right now. Nice. Um, so trying to get to, I think our goal is 70 groups this year. So I think we're on track. Um, we'll see. But yeah, we're doing another mentor training this week. So get some more mentors to then um, those mentors will lead our groups. So starting freshman groups. I was going to um, say, so did it always, was it always freshman groups? Um, so we, we start any grade at any time. So okay. if a senior group came and wanted to start, we would absolutely, um, get them started. But, uh, we, we, we give freshmen till second semester so they can find their friends, um, and then just get integrated to Dowling and then, um, yeah, get them in an Utfidum group as soon as possible. What percentage of seniors are in Utfidum? Do we know? Ooh, um, I would say close to half of really? seniors. Yeah. So we're, uh, last year we ended with, um, over 25% of the school, and we're aiming for 33% um, uh, at the end of this year. Uh, but we we have the most senior groups by far. I think we have 24 senior groups. So. When is kind of like the grade that like everyone is like, I, I need to I need to start this. Yeah, I, I think more. I think it's getting younger and younger because kids have older siblings who yeah. and they're they've had older siblings for seven years now who have done it and uh, they want to get involved. So I think we saw a lot of freshmen who were like, I, I want to do this. And we were like, this is awesome. Like we're well, um, yeah, we'll we'll get you started as soon as possible. So That's cool. Um, freshman, sophomore, I think um, if they haven't done them by freshman year, a lot come beginning of sophomore year to get started. And then after the Kairos retreat, if they're not in a group, we try to um, after they've had a large encounter with God, want them to get in a group so they can um, bring the faith into their everyday life. Yeah, that's it. That's the theme. Everyday life. Right. <laughs> Shay, good luck to you in college. Thank you. Well, you got a full half year, year, uh, half year left, right? Yeah. Have yeah, you checked out? Good. Um, no. no. I'm I'm trying to good. just do everything I can before it's done. Go what to do all they the call games. That? 
what do they call that? Senior itis. Senior itis. Yeah. yeah She's I, got track season first. Okay. Of course. Okay. Yeah. You gotta run. Gotta stay on the grind. Gotta run. There you go. All right. That's Shay Johnson, senior at Dallin Catholic, Kirby Power, the uh, Oot Feedem female coordinator. God bless you both. Thank you. Thanks Thank for you. coming on. And next next week we're gonna talk about Iceland, right? Yes. With, uh, with the, the guys. The guys. They they went to Iceland. The ladies went to St. Louis. St. Louis. <laughs> I think I would have rather St. Louis. I got to be honest. I know about Iceland. All right, friends, that puts the show in the books. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm going to be out uh, in New York for a couple days, but I'll be back. Deacon Mark's going to have the show, so make sure uh, be good to him. Deacon Tony, let's pray. Almighty ever living God, who when Christ had been baptized in the River Jordan and as the Holy Spirit descended upon him, solemnly declared him your beloved Son. Grant that your children by adoption, reborn of water and the Holy Spirit, may always be well-pleasing to you. And may the blessing of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit come down upon all of us, protect us all, and bring us all to his everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Thanks for tuning in today, friends. I'm John Linetti. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Catholic Morning Show is a production of the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. To hear this and other programs, visit iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Here in this worn and weary land where many a dream has died.